welcome once again to another episode of the Rhetoric Rick Show. I'm your host, Ricky. Hopefully you're all doing well. As I'm recording this, it is Monday morning. I actually got extra up extra early today to help somebody with their bicycle. I've been riding them on my bicycle lately. The e-bike that my company gave me as a uh, anniversary gift for 10 years. And... Um, I love it. <laughs> I, I I thought at first I'm never gonna ride this. I don't know. It was free, and since I've been right since I first tried, it, finally tried it out like a few months later. It was it's been the best thing ever. I'm not saying that I ride all the time, but right now that it's sunny in Portland, and I'm trying not to spend so much on like drinking and eating, it gave me a new hobby to look forward to. Anyway, so this morning I got up extra early. This Monday morning, actually, I was trying to get a friend of mine to, to take her back to her apartment with her bike last night. And she was like, no, she wanted to stay one more night with me. And uh, it is what it is. And uh, <laughs> here's a funny part. Good, um, we tried to get the bike in my little car. I have this little hatchback. And uh, it wouldn't even fit. We would have to take the front tire off. And I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> so lucky for her, she doesn't live too far from me. Portland's a small city. It's uh, we both live in actual Portland, not like, not like the burbs or anything like that. You know, like uh, for those who know, um, like Beaverton or Gresham, you know, or you know any surrounding cities like that. We're both actually in Portland. And for those who who don't know, Portland's relatively a small city. It's a big, considered a big city, but it's a probably the smallest West Coast big, quote unquote, big city. And so you know, you can literally probably drive this whole city in less than half an hour with no traffic. So just FYI. Sorry, having my morning coffee, my macadamia cold brew, which I know I shouldn't be drinking coffee, but this stuff is just addicting. Anyway, um, lucky for her, she lives only like, uh, I live on one side of the river. She lives on the other. I'm literally next to the river, the Willamette. I'm literally next to the Willamette. Folks, I'm literally next to Will Amit. And don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not in a little camp. I'm not in a little tent. I'm in an actual apartment. So <laughs> so those are like, wait, wait, what do you mean literally? You know, we do ha- have a, a homeless problem here still. That I, I don't know what, I don't know what every major city is thinking or not thinking. I don't, I don't know. We need to have another shift, uh, hopefully soon. Anyway, so it'll probably take her maybe about 20, 25 minutes to get back to her house. So it shouldn't do, uh, be too bad of a bike ride. If I would have been able to take her, like it's when there's no traffic, I can get her house in less than 10 minutes. So she'll be fine. And right now that it's, again, summer in Portland. Sun comes out like at 4.30, 5 a.m. So there's there's plenty of sunlight right now. The sun's already up. In, in about. I wouldn't be surprised if she's already home. Anyway, um... I've been having fun with that. It's a nice little distraction. I'm also riding on cloud nine. This is rather silly. This is like a schoolboy crush right here. But I had a sent somebody I'm following on uh, Instagram. She actually lives on the West Coast as well, but nowhere near me. But or even if I were to move back to LA, it's still a little, still a little ways from it. Big crush I have. I didn't DM her. I just sent a, a, I sent her a, I don't know. I responded to one of her, uh, well, I left a comment on one of her uh, stories or something like that. And she replied back and laughed that she liked my comment. 
that's it. <laughs> but just the fact that, you know, I don't really hit up a lot of people on social media. I really don't. I mean, people have tagged me, and I'm like, I don't even respond to that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, I was there. Now I'm like an accessory, right? <laughs> if somebody tags me at a place, whatever, and that's why sometimes I remove myself. I'm like, no, <laughs> whatever. But anyway, so, of course, it's this, this is very juvenile, but just the fact that she acknowledged me, I'm kind of like, oh, shit, that made my cloud, that put me on cloud nine. I think that was early last week. And, uh, you know, then reality hit me, and then... It was just like okay. It was just it was just nice to have that little, you know, making especially a guy my age now, um, you know, just feel a little giddy, you know. So it's it's always nice. Not saying that you should. I'm taking it further, saying hey, I want to get it. Hey, she wants me now. There's nothing like that. So hopefully, anybody listening to me or in, or is really involved with social media and. Try not to get obsessed, right? If somebody, somebody you follow and really are attracted to, um, because it's easy to fall into that to look at someone's pictures and reels and why you, it's easily you get mem- mesmerized. I'm not saying pursue them, but I can understand why people reach out. But even if they do respond, just leave it as that. You got that far, and you're just gonna look like a cyber stalker after that. Just FYI, that's the way I think that's how it starts. People get obsessed, and that's why I gotta take a step back and I'm like, okay, this this is this is cute, whatever. So, I uh, let's move on, right? So that's the thing. That's that's the the little thing that's happened to me. Well, so my question for today for you guys: what's 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 one thing that makes you feel, I guess, nostalgic, juvenile, something that brings out your inner kid? You know, I remember having, and the only reason this is, this is, uh, the, I'm correlating this with the, the, the DM from uh, my online crush is the fact that, uh, you know, I remember I had crushes in high school, and when they would just acknowledge me, I just, you know, of course, I would get giddy, like I just told you, I'd get giddy, I'd get excited, or whatever. Yes, I was a woman chaser, and uh, even when I was a kid. So, <laughs> not that I've been very successful at it or got great at it, but I've, I've had my fair share for those, especially those who've uh, followed me, like, okay, yeah, yeah, yes, I have a few stories, especially as soon as I've moved up here to Oregon. What's something that makes you feel giddy? It could be anything. Um, I One thing that always fascinated me were these, when I was living in L.A., and I was looking up groups to join, like, to either meet up or maybe face, or, or previously in another life, Facebook. You would find like these people that were what they called Disney adults. They were actual adults. I'm talking like over eight, well over eighteen, well, well over eighteen, and they would still have a meetup every week at Disneyland. You know, they get them, they buy themselves a yearly pass, whatever, and they would take pictures with their Disney gear. Getting out, my that blew my mind. For those who don't know. And me sharing here is um sorry if I'm breathing like hard today. It's my allergies are acting up and I ran out of uh, nasal spray. Um for those who don't know that uh uh I just don't like Disney. I just think it's just it, it, <laughs> for them to charge that much just for people to take their kids. There's a lot of people, you know, struggling out there and uh you know, a lot of them are are spending their whole their whole vacation money instead of going like say to Europe or 
you know, sending these kids to camp, or, you know, so, so something to better them, whatever. They're they're choosing to go to Disney, spend a couple grand, and that's on the conservative side, right? Spending a couple grand to stay at their ugly hotel, their overpriced park, just to stand in two, three hour lines, right? And my favorite, and uh, maybe have your favorite ride down that day, and nobody, they don't even bother to tell you. I don't agree with it. Do I? I think I still own stock in it, <laughs> of course, but I just don't agree with their, that practice. I think they should make it affordable for everybody. I think I, and then I'll take it a step further. I think certain uh, to try to combat the growing gap between. Let's be honest with that. Is there really a middle class anymore? Um, but uh, let's just say the lower middle class with the upper middle class. I think everything should be tiered based off what you make a year. I really do. Whatever you file in taxes, that's what you're going to be paying. But I mean, I know, I know the argument can be made. Oh yeah, well, there's a lot of people who don't file taxes and make a lot of money, so you're giving them a discount. I, I get that, but at least for them, you're, you're, gonna, you're not, no system's ever going to be perfect. No system's going to be 100% foolproof. No idea, no answer will be, hey, this is the best thing we ever did. I'm starting to see that now. You, people just spitball this stuff, and then let's, let's be honest. Hey, let's see if it works. I mean, what other government type of uh, what other government got it right? People would say, "Oh yeah, well, well, Canada or somewhere in Europe." And let's be honest, they, they they have their problems themselves. They're not without the problems, and culture is just way different. But what's one thing that gets you? Anyway, that was one thing that's uh, that's uh, that, uh, as an example. What's one thing as an adult that still gets you giddy, like when you were, uh, or you know, just excited or nostalgic as you were as a child? So, again, uh, check that out at the at the rhetoricshow.wordpress.com. Leave me some comments. Definitely, um, I want to hear it. It's it's always good to hear. Uh, every so often on this show, I'll yeah, I'll complain a lot, but I'll I'll always bring up something like like this, like oh hey, what gets you happy? So. <laughs> Let's let's visit that when we get a chance. Anyway, I want to pose one more question for you guys today, and let me set this up properly. Just lately, I I know for the uh, if you've been listening to my show, I've been really thinking about. Well, I mean, I made the decision I'm going to leave probably in a year, year and a half, that's for sure. My company after 11 years, maybe I'm hoping just to get to 12. I'm definitely not looking forward to 13. Um, well, this is actually in one month. Well, no, I'm sorry. In two months, I'll be uh, here uh, 11 years. I'll complete my anniversary, and um, I'll probably more than likely be moving back to L.A., be with family. I'd rather not. I like it here, but at the same time, I miss everybody out there. Nobody wants to move out here. I get that, especially if you're young. It's, it's more to do in L.A. than it is here. I totally get that. Anyway. Um, I, I think once you realize, I realized that it made me a little bit vulnerable. What am I going to do? I've been doing this for a long time. And in the, in the 11 years that I've been doing this, society has kind of changed. I see that when I'm applying the job requirements, even for my type of job, I, I don't think I meet. So I, I know what you guys are saying right now or thinking, Maybe you need to, you know, revisit and get your skills, get your skill set, which I totally agree with you. 
since I'm giving myself at least a year, it's an optimal time. This whole weekend, I was just revisiting. Hey, I was doing some exercising exercises in my head. Um, what like what do I want to do next? I don't know if I want to stay in real estate. It's I just I just don't know. And I figure since I'm going through my midlife, this is a good chance to reinvent myself. So, you know, one of my first loves, I realized, hey, when looking back into my career, I I had fun early in my career in retail management. I was in retail management, again, another lifetime ago. And this is what I think was a, both a blessing and a curse. When I was in retail, which is, and this this is common if, if you are in retail and you actually give somewhat of uh, of a shit of a of your job if you actually give a shit you even just a little bit you'll you'll be moved up pretty fast you don't have to be the most forward thinking or whatever you, you, you'll be move up just as long as you show great customer service and execution that's what i like about retail management anyway when i was in retail i had move i was uh doing this uh i was worked for this company went under already but small little linen company and um, I I was there like eight years, almost eight years. And in those eight years, I moved up like five times. So I went from like, you know, <clears throat> uh, of stock, whatever, cashier, then supervisor, then, then um, uh, uh, assistant, uh, uh, assistant manager, then manager, then managing two stores, two high volume stores. So I saw success early. You know, I, I was making okay. I was making actually pretty good for the, what is it, uh, late 90s, early 2000s. I was actually making pretty good. Minimum at the time, I think it was like, we had gone from like 425 to like 475, almost five bucks. And I was making more than double that. I was making, I was making closer to like what some people are making now, like closer to 17 bucks. So I was I was riding the high life. Yes, I, I should have invested the money. I knew nothing of that, and I it, I was you didn't have these uh all these nice good media out uh, social media outlets in the '90s like you do now, inspiring you. And I was looking for I was a guy looking for inspiration, but I didn't get it. I, I tried to look out. Uh, I tried to seek out mentors. Nobody would give me a, a shot. Sometimes it would give me little. You know, bits of what I call candy, you know, it's like, here you go, throw me a dime, meaning that they gave me one good piece of advice and, and I never saw them again, which is okay. I mean, at least they gave me something, right? Instead of being uh, bitter about it, that they wouldn't meet up with me again. And I'm okay with that. And and I, they'll never know this, but I still appreciate the little, the little advice that they gave me. Have I practiced it completely? Probably not, but I do think about it and I do appreciate it. And anyway, um, I, I, the reason I bring that up is, well, I mean, even though I was good at that, retail is not the same as it used to be. I mean, you don't really want to, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think, I think it's a good starting point, but I don't think later on in life, I mean, I'm not ready to retire yet. If you're like looking to retire soon, but you, you want a slower pace of life, maybe retail management for you. But you do have to deal with like escalated issues and people are getting, I don't know, they're just as rude now as they were back then. I'm not saying, oh, they're more rude. People are more nothing. They're the same as they've ever been. You just need a, you just, <coughs> excuse me. We used to get a reminder now and then of what that, how incredibly rude we are or incredibly compassionate we are or easygoing. 
Well, people are the same as they always been. Anyway, um, not really looking to do that. But one of the lo first loves I, I, I did have that I, I did recall is like learning IT. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's like before, again, pre a previous life before all this real estate jazz, I was learning IT. I actually got A-plus certified, and this was like 2000. So I was really wanting to get into IT. Why I didn't pursue it, I don't really know. I don't. I think I got discouraged because early on in my career, my early 20s, as soon as I got that, nobody, nobody still gave me a job. And uh, a hot job at the time was computer technician, you know, actually repairing desktops. Nobody would give me a job. I tried, uh, I tried, you name it, Best. Oh, I don't think Best Buy was repairing at the time. Um, they were just selling them. Uh, I don't know if anybody remembers. I, there used to be a company called Compaq, C-O-M-P-A-Q. And they, uh, they had a store in Orange County, California, where... I'm sure they had various where where they try uh, they would repair that. I tried Fry's Electronics. For those who uh, don't know, they were like a, at the time they were major uh, kind of like a supermarket of uh, of uh, electric components. This is all pre eBay days, so you can go to this big Fry's like warehouse and there'd be every like uh, peripheral, every piece of hardware imaginable for your PC or music system, whatever. It was like the, uh, it was like a warehouse. Tried there, nothing. I tried a few places, nothing. I didn't even get a second interview. I was like, wow. Um, kind of like now. I took, uh, but I did like lear learning it. Don't get me wrong. And then but now I recently, I recently, I remember, well, not recently. I, I recently got a, well, I mean, I'm sorry. Back in the early 2000s, I got Excel user certified. Um, I know Excel backward and forward. None of my jobs, at least in my particular role, did I use it, like uh, some of the advanced stuff. But here, we, here I am. It's like I got, I, uh, I took um, Udacity, got their nano degree in d data analytics. Cost me uh, 500 bucks a few years ago, and nothing. I haven't even had a bite. I even passed their test. Like, hey, ha here you go, and I passed them, and I still don't get anything. And I'm not saying it's it's their fault, my fault, whatever. Maybe it's 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 uh, fate. They don't want me to doing data analytics because now that it's, it's AI is out, I can see data analytics out within a few years unless you're unless you've been in it in the game for a while and you're like senior up up there. But I can see the a lot of the entry level jobs going away with uh, AI. But anyway, I um that also frustrated me and just kept me in this real estate world. Anyway, so now that I've been penning some deals, I really do appreciate or have really understand the or internalize the concept of making money for other people. We're, we're closing these deals for the company, and I'm like, I don't get extra on it. I'm paid pretty well for what I do, but I don't get extra on it. I, I'm still considered an assistant, and I'm just like, wow, it's uh, it's just very interesting. And I'm okay with that, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, what else is going on with me? What else am I going to do here? And I realized after 10 years, I think this is it. I think that my company only sees me as this. I've tried for other positions. I've been told no. I even tried changing offices. And when I, hey, can I go from... <laughs> coordinator position to an associate 
basically tell him, no, I, I still need a few years. I'm like, <laughs> it's it, it's something you just don't want to hear. And we you can say whatever you want, and I get it. You're probably right. Hey, you're maybe you're not ready. You're just don't worry about other people, even though they they rose up higher. It's it's I don't know. It's it's just frustrating after ten years. I'm like it's I'm like already been here long enough. What else do I need to do? But anyway, something for you guys to think of. Oh, but the reason why I brought that up is I'm really considering um cybersecurity training. I actually have a call to this afternoon with a U of O. See how much it is. Um, maybe I'll just learn all this online and hopefully by a six months program, maybe I'll take it. Um, uh, or at least do it. Uh, do it. I have one loan that I, I'm paying off as of this month. And do I want to take out another loan where it's like, fudge. <laughs> I finally got rid of all my all my student loans and, and past uh, bad investment loans as of this month. And I'm going to incur another one, but this time for education again. I'm like, I don't know. I, it's something to really think about. But at the same time, what else am I going to do? That's the only path I have right now that seems viable and actually excitement me. Um, I don't have the in case you're wondering now. I don't have the heart or the or the or even the resources to start my own business. I wouldn't even know what I would start post pandemic. I mean, pre pandemic, I had kind of idea, kind of ideas, whatever. But post pandemic, I think I'm more lost than ever. Something to think about, guys. I'll update you what happens. Send me send me your comments and your uh, answers to my questions. Or unless you want to leave it rhetorical, just something for you to think about. Oh, one last question I want to ask. If you were to change careers, like if I'm thinking about I'm thinking about going from real estate to cybersecurity, which was my one of my first loves uh, when I was first learning and, and, um, and educating myself. What's one uh, career change you would do? All right. I want to hear it. Remember, we're already at the 20-minute mark. I try to keep these short unless it's something worth talking about. Today was worth talking about.